Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Denver does have a timeout, but they're not using it. Four seconds. Murray, step back, three-pointer. Slow go. Fight for the rebound, Morton. And it's over. The Miami Heat have tied the NBA Finals. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. And today is Monday, June 5th. And from our extraordinary core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by Michael C. Wright, who is in Denver and... Woo! Saw this finals get even more heated up, pun intended. It is all tied up at one. And after a dominant performance by the Nuggets uh, at home, it was the Miami Heat who just will not go away. Shot the three ball really well, which is something we did not see in game one. Nearly 49% from deep. 17 of 35. Gabe Vincent was the leading scorer with 23 points, but everyone chipped in. Important contributions top to bottom from that lineup, um, in particular how they were able to come back from some deficits from a Nuggets team that had not lost at home in the postseason. Nikola Jokic with 41 points, just four assists. Michael, I'm sure that will be a topic of conversation. A little bit of changes with how Miami turned him into more of a scorer. That's not to say that he didn't have some beautiful passes that teammates just missed. But Jamal Murray with 18 points. He had 10 assists. The only other two in double figures were Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown. Uh, A lot of things to unpack in this one. But being there, watching it live, what jumped out to you most? Well, you mentioned that Denver has not lost in the postseason. Denver hasn't lost at home since March. That's wild to think about, right? And that's like I've pretty much been with Denver almost the entire postseason. And so out of the 17 games they played, I would say that that was probably the most undisciplined I'd ever seen them play. 
And, you know, defensively, they just made a ton of mistakes. And after the game, Michael Malone was saying, you know, let's talk about effort because effort is a really big concern of mine. And, you know, I don't want to sit here and say that Denver, you know, uh, sort of let, let go of the rope after, you know, such a, a, a dominating performance in game one, even though they didn't play well, by the way. Um, but Denver hasn't played well at all this series, and that's a little bit of a surprise. And I thought what Spo did as far as, you know, the way they defended Jokic, I thought that was sort of – it was sort of brilliant in a way because all they did was they just singled him, you know, just, hey, we'll just put one guy on him, stay home on the shooters, and force him to take every shot. And that's what happened. I mean, he had 41 points, but the key here is he only had four assists. And if you watch the Denver Nuggets play, you know, any amount of time, you know, you, you, you realize that Nikola Jokic is this heliocentric guy. The whole universe sort of, you know, revolves around him. And so when Jokic can't hit those cutters, he can't hit guys in the corners. When he can't do that, then, you know, their offense sort of gets stuck in the mud. And I thought like in the third quarter, they sort of made it a rock fight. And the funny thing about it was I was like, okay, it's a rock fight, but Denver is still playing well. But then in that fourth quarter, oh, my gosh. I mean, they, uh, Miami shot, what, they scored 36 points, shot 69%, and I thought that was the game. And even after yeah, that, and- but even after that, Jamal Murray still has a good look at that last shot. And, man, from my vantage point, I thought that thing was going in. Yeah, what did you think? As that final play was unfolding, Michael Malone opts not to call a timeout, yeah. though they get a, to your point, tremendous look. Uh, down, I don't, I don't know if that's a point too in, in watching these teams. Um, you know, Miami and Eric Spolster, they could have fouled. Yeah. Um, you know, put them on the foul. So there's decision making there, all which again played out. Uh, I think in a solid way on both sides. Duncan Robinson, you mentioned he he's ten points, but a personal eight zero run there yeah. throughout the course of that fourth quarter. Robinson fires and hits a three-pointer. Duncan Robinson, three for three, all here to start the fourth quarter, and it's a two-point game. But when you look at this game, Miami also started Kevin Love in place of Caleb Martin. Michael Porter Jr. has struggled for Denver, uh, struggled from the field. You look at the Nuggets team, despite having that commanding win game one, there's probably areas they felt like they didn't play that for well. Sure. Uh, but when you go back defensively, like those type of things, um, how how do you then with both of these groups moving forward, what do you expect on different changes, different adjustments, or just what to see in a Denver group that maybe was a little bit overconfident with what they thought this series might turn into? Um, now as you move forward towards game three? Well, if you uh, if you go back and look at game two, Miami turned it into a Miami game. Like I said, it was a rock fight. And, you know, make it a rock fight and shoot the three ball, which is what Miami does best. And, you know, you, you can sit there and say, well, you know, Miami's not going to shoot 50% from three again. But they've shown that they can do that. And, you know, like go back to game one and Michael Malone talked about this. He said, you know, he was really concerned with the fact that Miami was able to get off 16 wide open threes. They didn't make them, but they got them off. And he was like, you know, Max Struess isn't going to go 0 for 9 in game two. And he was right. <laughs> you know, like so those are the, like those are really big issues for Denver right now. They just have way too many defensive lapses and. It's just surprising to see because Denver has pretty much been on point, locked in all postseason. And, you know, just 
this finals run so far has not looked good for Denver. I mean, they didn't play well in game one and they happened to win. And even Michael Malone said, hey, if, you know, Jamal Murray shot it in the game, if it goes in and we go to overtime and win the game, we would feel like we stole one because they played so badly. And I think moving forward, Denver has got to figure out a way to lock in. And, you know, with Michael Porter Jr., I'm really not sure what he can do to to make more of an impact offensively. But I do know that if the effort is there on the defensive end, that can sort of unlock his offensive game. And I think that he, you know, he's really struggled, uh, especially defensively. Like he had a, a, a couple of like just mental busts that, you know, allowed them to hit three pointers. Uh, like some of the fouls that Denver had, just you're looking at it and you're like, what are you doing? Like, give the guy a place to land. You know, this is a crucial point in the game. And, you know, I, like at the end with KCP, I think he had a foul. When he fouled out, I think. And it was just a foul that they just couldn't have at that point in the game. And that's just not typical of Denver. They they usually are a very well-disciplined team. They're not going to make mistakes, you know, and they're going to capitalize off everything, that, every mistake that you make. Well, guess what? Miami is the same type of team, and that's what makes this a compelling matchup moving forward. Yeah, I want to circle back to Gabe Vincent because set off uh, off the top, he he was actually the leading scorer in this one with twenty three points and yeah. a very efficient eight of twelve, four of six from the three point line. Open three, Gabe Vincent knocks it down. Gabe Vincent is fourth three pointer, and Miami their first lead since early in the second quarter. For what he's meant, we we had a lot of love, deservedly so, for how Caleb Martin played in particular during the Eastern Conference Final, um, in, in just the different changes and in, in everyone contributing. But man, it's like there's moment Jimmy Butler's on the bench get, getting a breath, and Gabe Vincent to able to run things, take over. How he hits some of those shots uh, that just seem to be momentum killers for an opponent uh what's been special about him in a, in particular last night and yesterday when you were watching that game and watching the moments in which he just seems to steady things with how he's able to be so productive with his scoring well you know what like i know the heat don't like us making too much of this undrafted stuff but look when they went to the bubble in 2020 i mean this is a two-way he was on a two-way contract and, you know, throughout his career, Miami has really worked to sort of turn him because he was a two guard when he came into the league. And a guy that could fill it up, like get hot, you know, can shoot the ball. But they wanted him to be more of a, a, a true point guard, a guy that can kind of get them into their sets. And, and just throughout these last couple of years, he's really developed into something special. And, and like in these finals type games, you know, you expect the superstars to be the ones to sort of step up and shine in the bright lights, you know, and, and, and a guy like Gabe Vincent, who's supposed to be this undrafted, unheralded guy, those guys typically shriek from the, the, the spot or they shrink from the spotlight. Not this man. I mean, he's led Miami in scoring the, the last two games. He's shooting nine of 16 from three so far in this series, you know, and Miami goes as he goes. I mean, think about this. The Heat are nine and three in the postseason so far. Whenever Gabe Vincent scores twenty points or more, and so you know we talk a lot about Jimmy Butler and what he means to the Miami Heat, but I think we got to make sure that we give Gabe Vincent his proper credit too because he means a lot to this Miami Heat team. 
Yes, he does. And this Miami Heat team got to feel good going back to South Beach at home with this finals all tied up at one. We are going to get into a little bit more of the expectations for game three right after the break. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Michael C. Wright uh, in Denver. Saw everything last night. Getting set for this game three with the series all tied up at one. Uh, Michael Jimmy Butler can't say enough about obviously what he means uh, to this Miami Heat team. But what did you see? I know all the conversation was about the two free throws that Miami took in game one, and the fact that you know he wasn't quite as aggressive attacking uh, where his health is at, and and just kind of at this point in the postseason. What are your expectations for Jimmy and what Miami needs to continue to see? out of him uh, to, to try and stack up some more wins? Well, I mean, he's not playing. I wouldn't say he's he's playing great at this point. I mean, he's, he's missing some shots. But, like, I think that as long as he's aggressive, though, that really gives him a chance because, you know, like you talked about game one where they shot a playoff low two free throws. Well, 
you know, Miami ended up what 19 for 22 at the line last night. And that was a product of, of Jimmy just kind of taking it at him. And that's what you got to do sometimes. I mean, he's going to have to play bully ball like he does so well. And that gets into the free throw line. And I was actually really surprised at the, the number of fouls that Denver, Denver had because they're t- typically a team that defends pretty well without fouling. But, you know, like I said, with Jimmy, sometimes he just makes you do that. And I think if if Jimmy continues to play as aggressive as he has, you know, he did in game two, that to me is like the blueprint for them. Butler on the drive, the floater's good, and the foul. Well, Jeff, just like you said, all of a sudden, Butler now very aggressive looking for a shot. Slow it down, make it a, a half-court game, and that is where – the heat excel like they're gonna you know kind of get get you stuck in the mud making a rock fight and they're gonna hit their three balls and you know what we haven't even talked about tyler hero i think he's going to be back in game three and that adds another dimension to the miami heat a guy that can you know create off the bounce can get his own shot can get his teammate shots and so that's another dimension that denver's gonna have to deal with in game three here in miami how does Denver adjust, just given the changes that Miami made here in Game 2, the potential that Tyler Hero, here have another guy that can come and create um, and score, though you look at what potentially areas that they could attack him on the defensive end, but how does Denver adjust with the way that Miami played and also knowing you got one of the best coaches to, to, have, ever, to have ever done it in Eric Spolstra, so you're starting to make adjustments on things, which who knows what Miami also will change going into Game 3. They got to go harder. They got to work harder. Uh, you know, after the game, Michael Malone actually asked the team, you know, guys, tell me why we lost this game. And he said that they knew what the answer was. And the answer was that the Heat came in there and just outworked them, you know, and that's what the Heat do. And, you know, throughout the playoffs, how many times have we seen these guys come back from just this, what you think is a insurmountable uh, deficit? I want to say they've had seven comebacks from like 12 points or more just in this postseason. If, Miami can find, or which they did, they found a way to do it in game two. But if they find a way to sort of muck it up, and again, you muck it up by just staying at home on the shooters, well, those shooters now have to find a way to be impactful. And I don't know exactly what you do. You cut more. I don't know. But they got to figure it out. And I think a lot of it, as Michael Malone said, is effort. You can't just be standing there watching Jokic, you know, do what he does with the ball. Michael, who do you got for game three? Ooh. On Wednesday night. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Like, because I know Denver's going to come back and they're going to play better. But Miami is going to be at home. They're going to be hyped because they already stole, you know, they stole home home court advantage. Oh, that's going to be a tough one. I, but you know what? I think that I'm going to go with Miami. But I think if they're, you know, in game four, I could see Denver stealing one. Um, oh, it's like, to me, like last night changed everything. You know, I thought this was one of those, those series where, you know, Denver was just going to dominate. Uh, I was even thinking sweep. I I mentioned it to Sean Powell on the bus on the way to the game. And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, man, it looks like it, it might go that way. But, you know, I think Miami changed the dynamics significantly last night. And I think now, 
Denver is probably going to have what they, you know, that healthy amount of fear going into game three. And I think that's going to make them play a lot more focused, a lot harder. But I'm not sure that's going to be enough against the Miami team that has clearly gained some, some momentum from what they did in game two. Well, we are the lucky ones getting an opportunity to yeah. watch the teams go at it again. Uh, as I said, Wednesday on ABC, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, that Game 3 will take place. And, Michael, as always, safe travels to you uh, leaving Denver, and we appreciate your time. Look forward to reading all your stuff on NBA.com. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.